Welcome to 5-Minute Feng Shui with me, Candice, where I'll teach you Feng Shui from a classical perspective, taking out the myth and superstition. I'll also come to you with Folklore Friday, which teaches you a little bit of the folklore, fun, history, and weird side of Feng Shui and Chinese metaphysics. To support the channel, be sure to subscribe and leave a review and share with your family and friends. Hey guys, today I'm going to talk to you about the legend of the Shaolin werewolf. A werewolf who could do kung fu. Alright guys, today's story comes from the world of Chinese.com in which of course I will link to down below. So it reads here, some stories are remarkable while others are so filled with hyperbole that despite how amazing they may be, a small part of you can't help but question their factual value. Other stories, though they might be written like real history, are clearly more legend than truth. And this is one of those stories. Why? Because as mentioned at the beginning, uh, it concerns a werewolf who could do freaking kung fu, guys. It does state here, in the interest of full disclosure, I'm compelled to admit that the protagonist of this tale is never actually stated to be a werewolf. Our hero was a man, surnamed Sue, who, if he truly even existed, is said to have suffered from the very real serious genetic disorder of hypertrichosis, which, if you know anything or you've heard about like the dogmen and stuff like that, this is just where hair on the body grows out of control. And if you've ever seen pictures of people or videos of people that are suffering from this hypertrichosis, you will know that they actually do look um, a little dog-like. It's pretty interesting. So Sue's legend begins with his birth in the mid 19th century. His parents actually denounced him and, you know, disowned him. And they said he was a demon. So he was actually abandoned in the forest and he might well have died. Of course, if things hadn't taken a turn in his favor and what else guys is the beginning of some sort of Kung Fu movie, but he is taken in by some wandering Shaolin monks by chance. Being righteous and honorable, these Shaolin monks, um, they tried to find him an adoptive family, but the locals of the region would not take to him. So they were at a loss and the monks actually just accepted Sue into the temple and set about fulfilling other Kung Fu movie cliches, which would be turning him into an unstoppable martial art machine. It states that he never actually left the temple because he was afraid to be attacked, you know, kind of like Frankenstein, I guess, and that so since he stayed in the temple all the time, he had nothing else to do with this time than devote it to the ways of the Shaolin. Normally a student would just choose one art to dedicate themselves, but Sue chose all of them, learning from each of the Shaolin masters in turn. Over the year, he learned more than 200 empty hand fighting techniques and mastered 140 weapon types. Supposedly he even learned the famous death touch. So as incredible as Sue was, the other monks appointed him the Grandmaster. From there, his accounts of his skills became increasingly fantastical. At a meeting with Ch uh, 12 Shaolin masters from across China, Sue entered the room and was greeted with the customary bows from all gathered, but he did not return the bow. Instead, Sue pulled out a knife and hurled it across the ceiling. An assassin plummeted to the ground and a knife embedded in his heart. We can all go ahead and assume there was a dramatic pause between the knife being curled and the 
infiltrator dropping down. Sue had realized the assassin was hiding in the rafters upon entering the room. He could actually just hear 13 people breathing rather than just 12. And so he, how he managed with all the hair around his ears, it says, is beyond me. But of course, um, you know, these legends wouldn't be possible without a little bit of hyping up, right? There's other fantastical things he's attributed with. So fighting bears, um, uh, you know, uh, defending the coastline against Japanese pirates, um, just all kinds of different stuff. It's actually said that the pirates were just scared of his appearance and would just run away. So um, all kinds of different stuff. It's said that, that he, uh, he was able to do. So Sue died at the age of 71 in 1928, leaving a legacy that, as you can see, is far more legend than it actually is reliable history. Kind of reminds me of like Paul Bunyan or, um, you know, some of those legends like that. So it says here we can only hope perhaps that somewhere out there in the confusion of the time, there's a tiny kernel of truth to it all. Why else would a legend about a Harry Shallon Grandmaster exist? And if we know anything about, you know, legends and stuff like that, it's, we know that they grow with time and they're probably, you know, get bigger and bigger with time, just like Luban and the magic ruler who is attributed to, um, you know, all these different inventions that he may or may not have invented. Um, so is this Shallon werewolf monk, uh, attributed to, um, feats of strength he may or may not have performed, but either way, it makes a great story. Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed today's story about the Shaolin Werewolf. If you'd like to read for yourself, of course, I'll put the link down below. If you'd like to learn more about Feng Shui and Chinese metaphysics, visit my website at fengshuibycandice.com. Find me on all social medias as well as YouTube.